You are listening to the I've Fallen and I Can't Get Up podcast, episode 14, another holiday edition. Ho, ho, ho. Well, Kristen, shockingly, um, we're back for another holiday edition. Right? It's as if we should call this the holiday season. <laughs> it, is, it is as if we should do so. <laughs> However, I think our next one might not be a holiday edition. We might go back to regularly scheduled programming, so to speak. No New Year's or... Martin Luther King Day. Yeah, New Year's next week, thieves. <laughs> okay, we could do another one. No, we can't. Um, so, it's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it is Christmas. Woo! Okay, and we are off on our sleighs. <laughs> We're ho-ho-hoing away. <laughs> are you doing any baking, Kari? Are you someone who bakes cookies? I or Something around the holidays. I hosted a cookie palooza with uh, Kate, my sister-in-law, and some of her friends last weekend um, baked a lot of cookies. Um, So, yeah, I have made cookies, lots and lots of sweets. I just feel like my waistline is continually expanding just at an exponential rate with no slowdown in sight right now. So, That's why New Year's resolutions start next week. <laughs> yes, they do. why I just bought some new stretchy jeans at Target. <laughs> yes, any any clothing item with give is uh, much appreciated this time of year. Yeah. Um, you have been baking also. Spoiler alert. I have. I actually... Um, We've had lots of sweets in the house, including we still have some puppy chow around because Mm. don't tell Lindsay Mm. because that's how I decided to celebrate my dog's birthday last week. Cute. Was to make puppy chow that she could not eat. Right. No. We could. Um, Don't feel too bad because Lindsay was at my house Saturday and I made sure I made, what do you call it? Like a vat, a a large (laughs) quantity of puppy chow. I made sure there was some uh, by the time she arrived. So she has had some this season. Good. Good. Yeah, I did that. And then I made my, I did my ritual cardamom bread baking today, which is kind of late in the season to do it, but. Better late than never. I suppose. Yes. That is like, um, Eric had requested, um, Oreo truffles, mm. which I mix them at Cookie Palooza, but the mix has been sitting in my fridge now for over a week. And I mean, it's cream cheese and Oreos, but I think I have another block of cream cheese. I just need to get some more Oreos. I think I'm going to yeah. uh, make a new batch because that was his use, one request. Do you use regular Oreos, double stuff, mint, regular. candy cane JoJo's? What are you using? No, just straight up. Just your mm. regular, not thin, not double stuffed, not mega stuffed. Not chocolate no. covered. Or the Lady Gaga Oreos. No, just your Wait, OG. There's Lady Gaga. Gaga Oreos. What is that? I'm not sure. I mean, really, what are any of the Oreo flavors anymore? I suppose. The only ones I eat are the mint or like yes. candy cane. 
I like the mint, um, the mint thins actually. I mm. really like. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I actually think I have Oreos. 90% of my Oreo consumption is in the month of December, I think. <laughs> I really yeah, don't so eat them <laughs> that often. No, same. Um, I, I think when I, oh, I bought our friend Nina has an affinity for the s'mores Oreos. And um, I found them. They're, it's a summertime specialty, but they're hard to find. But when I was up in the suburbs at my parents, there was a whole display and I like freaked out. My mom was like, what is going on? And I was like, I need to get these for Nina. So prior to that, um, I couldn't tell you the last time I bought Oreos. Just to bake cookies or no, Oreo truffles. It's literally, here you go, listeners. Here's a recipe. This is like Eric's favorite thing in the world. You pulverize a box of Oreos, not the box, just the Oreos. Um, Get some flavor in there. (laughs) Mix it with a block of softened cream cheese. And then you have to like. Like you left it out on the counter. You put it in the microwave. We need specifics for these people. Leave it out on the counter until it gets soft enough that you can spread it. Then you mix the Oreos and cream cheese. Then you put that mixture in the fridge or even the freezer. For Um, up to a week. Correct? (laughs) No. No, preferably like hours later or the next day. And then you just melt chocolate, dip them in, roll them into balls, dip it in chocolate. Again, let it harden. Eric's favorite treat. And then do you have to store them in the fridge after? Yeah. Yep, because there's the cream cheese in there. So I don't know about you, but I don't like to get too risky with dairy. You know, I like to leave my coffee creamer out. Not the... Not the, like, non-dairy stuff. Half and half on the counter and just see how long I can let it go till it curdles. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a really fun I'm game. very dangerous. <laughs> living on the edge over here. I was just going to say, living life on the edge. Um, basically, unless it's, like, super processed string cheese, I don't take, I would not take that gamble. Is but string cheese okay? Me. Because that is one thing that I travel with a lot in a cooler. And the thing that also always ends up at room temperature for too long. And I always throw it out. Yeah. I I don't know. We need a dairy consultant. If any of our (laughs) listeners are in the dairy business, please let us know. Um, I just like to err on the side of caution. So I don't want an upset tummy. That's fair. Um, Okay. Let's just do a real quick, um, keeping this holiday themed. What is your favorite Christmas song? Don't say that shoes song. I freaking hate it. No, 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 no. Thank God. Christmas shoes. That actually ended up, I remember I was listening to, it was probably my iPod back in Mm -hmm. the early 2000s. No, whenever those came out. And I remember that song came on when I was listening to Christmas music. Or it was probably just on yeah. shuffle. Who knows? But that song came on, and I swear I wanted to throw my iPod on the ground and shatter yeah. it because I didn't know how it got on there. Yeah, who did that? And why it was played, because it's the most awful song I've ever heard. All right, so then what's your favorite? So, yeah, no, it's not that one. Um, <laughs> that is very tough. It, okay, we don't have to do like your number one favorite because I think I'd have a hard time with that too. 
what song maybe do you hear in your like you feel in the spirit or just in feel the spirit? Happy? That is a different question. Yeah. I mean, my go-to, I'll give you my album. My Christmas okay. album that's like it's Christmas, this is what I'm putting on is the Amy Grant Christmas with the white <laughs> album cover. Yep. I think she's oh, yeah. like in a red sweater or something cuz I can picture sure white is. and red. Not the Tennessee Christmas one, although that one's fine, too. It's the other one. The white album. That's my... It's Christmas. I need to put on some music. Um, A more modern song that just came on the radio the other day, and I was like, I forgot how much I love this song, is a Coldplay Christmas song called Christmas Lights. So it's very mellow, and it's good for, like... Um, I actually had it as my alarm in back when that was a thing. Really? Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, it's just kind of quiet and peaceful. Mm. So that's my answer. What do you got? Um, if I have to pick one, it's probably Santa Claus is Coming to Town by the Jackson 5. We've been listening to that a lot in this house. It just makes me happy. That is the only Christmas song Teddy has ever requested. Oh, so. good guy. And he sings along with it. Oh. So I think it started last year when we were looking at Christmas lights and I put that on and he wanted to play it over and over and over. So it is a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's I, if I had to pick one, just of many, but that one always gets me in the holiday spirit. Very good. What is your your food that is on the table every Christmas, whether you want it there or not? <laughs> Another good question, and I have a very specific answer. It's this Norwegian cabbage dish called circle, mm, which just yum. translates to sour cabbage. And um, it's a very specific smell. I think it smells delicious because I like it, but it's super pungent. And I could see how, like, if you smelled it, you'd be like, what is that? But to me, like, that is for sure the smell of Christmas. I've had it every single year. Um, So, yeah, circle, sour cabbage. How about you? The smell of Christmas is sour cabbage. (laughs) Sure as shit is. (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, probably, do I, I probably have to pick one because I asked for one for you. Um, Christmas on the table is, I'm going to go with Swedish meatballs. Mm, We're having those on Christmas Eve. My mom actually uh, made them this year. She was texting us yesterday. She was like 200 and something. I was like, well, for five of us, that should be enough. <laughs> five of you. I know. Oh 200 plus balls. I said, well, no need for sides, just a pile of balls. You can have 40 meatballs, Kari. I'll keep you posted next episode how many, <laughs> how many meatballs I eat on Christmas oh, Eve. And speaking of dairy, got some other issues. It's <laughs> a lot of meatballs, Hilda. Yeah. I don't I don't know. <laughs> well, let's hope she's just freezing half of them and yes. saving them for they're all frozen right now, so she's not gonna leave them in the fridge for a week and hope 
that they're okay? No, <laughs> no. She she browned them uh, yesterday. Made rolled them all, browned them all yesterday, and now they're in the freezer. Lovely. Well, we'll have to compare our Swedish meatballs after Christmas. <laughs> Absolutely. I know. I thought she'd just go to IKEA, but she felt motivated. I guess so. Well, she probably doesn't put horse meat in hers. There was no horse that I'm aware. Of. So we'll have to see. Taste test. Do they taste better or worse without horse? <laughs> I mean, the horse really keeps it nice and tight. <laughs> Sticky. I don't know. I don't know what the horse does. <laughs> Cheap meat. <laughs> Kristen, you're on fire tonight. I love it. MLK, horse I'm meat. I'm confused, though, because, like, is horse meat cheap? <laughs> like, I understand Taco Bell using, like, sawdust or whatever was found in their ground meat but horse it seems pricey to me but well I don't know like I don't know like because I know like I or I don't know personally but I if you like want a horse to like buy to they're expensive like have a horse at a stable but so's like a cow Right. Assume. So like what is like a wild horse? Are there just like low quality horses? I'm I don't know. Maybe there's a lot of um roadkill horses in Sweden and they're like, well, we'll start using them in our meatballs. <laughs> no. Huh. Have we gone too far? <laughs> we may have. Um so exciting day here. Because we have two listener submissions. So thank you. Because Kristen and I only needed to find one other story each on Reddit. Thanks for making our job easy. Again, it's I've Fallen Podcast at gmail.com, or you can find us on Instagram at I've Fallen and I Can't Get Up. Um, and you can DM us and submit stories that way also. So thank you, fans, listeners. I won't start that bit again, but. Thank you for your submissions. Yes. And Kari, I think you're going to do, are you doing the first one? I will do the first one. This was a listener submission. So shout out to you. We're going to protect identities. Uh, what is? What do they the say innocent? in Law and Order SVU? <laughs> Isn't it like of the innocent? Something to preserve. So yeah, whatever that is, we're doing it. <laughs> All right, Kristen. So you ready? I'm ready. I just also, I don't normally do this, but this is posted by Not Today Satan on Reddit. <laughs> so shout out, shout out to them. All right. Am I the asshole for calling my stepmom evil after they told my siblings Santa isn't real? Um, hmm. I'm going to say yes. I think that may be... Not right? I mean, there's a lot of factors. If, like, the kid's 13, no. If the kid's, like, six, sure. yeah. Okay. You ready? Yep. I, 17 female, called my parents evil assholes after they told my siblings that Santa wasn't real and they could have at least done it a different way. My dad and my stepmom told my little half-siblings, eight and six, okay, and there we go, okay. that Santa wasn't real the other day. And it's honestly not the fact that they did it because, well, they're growing up and would find out eventually. It's the way that they did it that absolutely pissed me off. We have two elves on the shelves. 
Last year, we couldn't find them as they got lost in the basement somewhere. An elf on the shelf is a bit of a tradition for us now, so we got a couple other ones. And come December 1st, we left a note with the new elf saying that our normal elves had COVID and wouldn't be able to make it. <laughs> That's awesome. Sorry. This year, literally a week before December 1st, they decided it was time to break the news to the kids that Santa isn't real. They set them down, gave them all kinds of treats and their favorite drinks and candles and such because they somehow thought that that may soften the blow. Now, my little siblings absolutely love Christmas and all things Santa, my sister especially. She is obsessed with Santa and loves getting to go see him and tell him what she wants for Christmas and even has a stuffed Santa she sleeps with year-round. Oh as soon as they got sat down, they started asking if their trees were from Santa. Then my parents said that's what they wanted to talk to them about. Ooh. They asked if they remember our elves from last year that got sick, and of course they said yes. Then proceeded to say that our elves from Santa or our elves from last year got Santa sick. And since he was so old, he didn't make it. No. Very young. No. Still, so they really didn't nope. understand. <laughs> Sorry. That's when my mom looked them dead in the face and said, Santa's dead. <gasps> oh, no. They burst, sorry. They burst out screaming and crying, and my stepmom yelled at them and sent them to their room saying that they were overreacting and were acting like babies. Oh my God. <laughs> I looked at her when they went upstairs and called her an evil asshole and a bitch, and she should apologize to the kids because that was so uncalled for. She told me that she... Again, language is only getting worse here, anyone in the car. She told me that she's the parent, so she gets to do whatever she wants. And if she was my real mom, she would kick me out for trying to tell her what to do and acting like the kid's mom. I told her to fuck off and went up to my room. I feel like I overreacted, but I just don't understand how someone could be so cruel to such young kids, especially since Santa had been something they had been looking forward to since Christmas ended last year. Am I the asshole here? Oh my God. Santa's dead. That oh. is so much worse than saying I Santa's agree. not real. Those kids are going through like actual like grief. And then someday they're still going to find out that Santa's not real. And that their parents lied and just said he died. Also, we should have probably put a little disclaimer at the beginning of this one. I thought that too. <laughs> Oops. We can put, maybe put it in the notes. <laughs> yes. I'll put it in the notes. Put it in the notes because I was like, who is that? Because I don't read these before. Um, And so, again, so parents listening with their children in the car, here's our the official statement from the I've Fallen and I Can't Get Up podcast. We do not read these stories 90% of the time before we do them because we just, I personally, Kristen, you can agree or disagree, (laughs) I like it when we go in a little blind because it just gives a more authentic reaction, but uh, just keep that in mind. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. No, she's not an asshole. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Should you tell um, your mom to F off? No, your stepmom. No, that's inappropriate. Sure. No, it also kind of sounds like the household that she's in might be okay with that saying that she was going to kick well, the... Yeah. She called her the B word too. So yeah, I just... Yeah, nope. <laughs> Not the way to do it. I yeah, I really don't think we have much to discuss here because no, you're nope. 
I would like to know if anyone listening has had to have a talk with their children about mm-hmm. Santa. I would like to know how that has gone and how you've handled it. So Agreed. did you ever have a talk or did you figure it out? All I remember is that one of my friends told Sarah that Santa was not real. And I did not, I don't remember if I knew before that or not. Okay. But I know that that's the story that's told by Sarah is that Liz told her there was no Santa. Or maybe it was his brother. People for sure told me, but I didn't believe them. Like I was that kid that was like. Yeah. So I think around, I was pretty old too. I was like probably 11-ish Yeah. when all of a sudden it just kind of clicked in my brain. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's I think, just, it's just your parents. I think my parents were the kind that if I asked would be like, do you think he's real? Yes. That was totally mine too. Like, do you think so? Yeah. I do remember my mom's Christmas cards when we were growing up. I don't remember if it was only this one or if she did it a couple times, but she asked us if there was a question we had that we wanted answered, and she, like, wrote about it in the card. Mm -hmm. And Sarah's one year was, is Santa Claus real? And my mom did tell her, Santa is a story. And Sarah's response was, we're in a story? Oh, that's really So I don't think it quite clicked (laughs) for her. That was, um, I remember my grandma, uh, my farmer got me this book of like inventions Yeah. and I remember reading it and I opened a page and it was the invention of Santa Claus. And I, I remember I was down in bed uh, yeah. at their lake house. So I was downstairs in my bedroom. I came upstairs. I was like far more. And I like showed her the page and like, this is just so shows the type of kid I was. Yeah. She's she, and also like quick thinking by her. And she was like, Kari, that's just one person's opinion. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's pretty good too quite thinking by far more shout out to her because that was thinking on her feet there yeah very nice yeah okay but anyway back to the squeaky yeah. gavel you ready yeah I'm ready original poster you are not an asshole <laughs> your stepmom and your dad kind of sound like it stepmom I mean yeah I didn't hear much about what the dad was doing but stepmom for sure death He went along with it. Okay. Well, I have a true story submission for our Christmas Am I the Asshole over here, submitted by a listener. Mm. Um, So the title is, Am I an Asshole for Throwing Away the Christmas Gift My Sister-in-Law Made for Us? Maybe. No, you like, gotta give me a yes or no, Kari. <laughs> well, that's hard because I'm like, if you threw it away right away, yeah. yes, you're an asshole. If yeah. it's this is like years later, no, or even like months later, right? So, okay, probably probably not. Is that acceptable? Sure. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> okay. A few Christmases ago, my sister-in-law, uh-huh. let's call <laughs> her Monica. Sent my husband and me a Christmas gift. It was an ampersand made out of wine corks, presumably to hang on the wall as there were hooks on the back. As much as I appreciated the thought and time put into this gift, it truly is not my aesthetic at all. 
I don't particularly like letter or word art, and the homemade cork <laughs> aesthetic is just not one that brings me happiness in my space. <laughs> Although I do enjoy wine, I do not keep wine memorabilia around. Mm. I wrote a th- her thank you note because truly it was thoughtful of her to think of us and she did put in the time to make the object slash sign but shortly after that Christmas we moved and in the process I threw it out mm-hmm. a few years have passed and we are celebrating Christmas with Monica and her husband as well as other family members a different sister-in-law let's call her Rachel was <laughs> chatting is there a Phoebe? <laughs> not yet was chatting on a family zoom about christmas plans and out of the blue said something about reuniting the wine signs oh no me because i wasn't aware she also received a wine cork letter slash sign and also these gifts had never been talked about since that christmas probably three years ago Oh, man. It was a family Zoom chat, and I didn't respond because other people were talking, and it got glossed over. Afterward, my husband asked me if we still had the wine cork ampersand, and I said, no, we threw it out when we moved, which at the time, we mutually agreed to throwing it out. And now my husband is sweating, freaking out. We have offended, we will have offended Monica if we don't have the ampersand hanging somewhere in our (laughs) home when they visit us at Christmas. He thinks we are assholes for not keeping it around in case of this very situation. I personally feel that if someone gifts decor that they run the risk it may not be in the taste of the receiver, may not last. But she defers to the squeaky gavel. But I defer to the squeaky gavel. Am I the asshole for throwing this away? Um, no. No. Um, also, I don't know why your the listener's husband is sweating bullets because you can easily say it got lost in the move. Yeah, that you that you fell off the truck, lost yeah. in the shuffle, or you know, even it like broke. Yeah, I don't know you have what... a built-in excuse. So yeah. I don't think anyone needs to be sweating this. Um, I do just want to mention I don't think um, the listener is an asshole at all um but i do very much appreciate the great lengths they went to to defend their position as to why the ampersand got thrown out i mean this is very typical of people writing in asking if they're assholes they get their point across and (laughs) tell you why they're not (laughs) (laughs) so i just want to shout out to the listener and say that you're the great lengths you went to to explain your uh dislike of word art and wine art um, is appreciated by me, um, but no. You're, it also you're makes me think if I ever buy this person home I decor, just want to buy this person word art in corkscrew <laughs> art. We should send her some. We should. We should make something. <laughs> Out of corks? <laughs> Let's make her a new ampersand. <laughs> I know. They should have submitted this and then monica will see it a month or so ago and we could have created a brand new ampersand monica will see it and be like that's not mine you didn't like mine but you got (laughs) a new one (laughs) perfect no but i would say you're not an asshole and don't sweat it you have a built-in excuse as to why that bad boy isn't in your home yeah getting rid of it during a move i think is Always the right call. If you want to get rid of anything and you feel bad about it, do it during a move. 
Yeah, I mean, if you want to get rid of a freaking family heirloom, like that is the time to do it. Right. Yeah. That's when I get rid of things that I didn't really want to get rid of. (laughs) I'm just sick of packing. So I'm like, why do I have so much stuff? Totally, totally, totally. The cork ampersand. I also, I don't know if I've ever listened to something where ampersand was said so many times. I was a little worried (laughs) reading it, like slowing myself down. Ampersand, because it is a little difficult to say sometimes if I'm talking Mm. too quickly. Yeah. All right. You ready for the squeaky gavel? I'm ready for the squeaky gavel. All right. Um, Thank you to this listener for their personal submission, but fear not, sweet lady. You are not an asshole. Did I meet her on the last one? I think so. I don't know. I might have forgotten. Well, we'll get comments and complaints if you did. Sorry to let down my fans, but we're going to keep on. We're going to keep on keeping on here. All right. So, again, thank you to our listeners who shall remain nameless to protect the innocent for (laughs) your submissions. And, uh, all right, Beeps, you ready to go down the depths of Reddit rabbit hole? I'm ready. All right. I, this is a pretty short one. I didn't read, again, I don't read these, but I just liked, um, I don't know, the title spoke to me. So you ready? Yep. Am I the asshole for wanting my husband to chill with his, in quotes, Christmas spirit? Um, I'm going to go with another yes on this. Mm. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like how much Christmas spirit is. Christmas is, well, it's actually a day. So, like, if people want to celebrate it for a month and go over the top for a month, I think that's their right. And I agree. I think Christmas in particular, just, I mean, with the traditions and the decorations and things that are pretty typical, um, like Halloween decorations. I know we talked about that with our mm-hmm. It's Spooky episode. Um uh, like Fourth of July, if you wanted to, like, I don't, like you know what I mean. Christmas is like I feel like the holiday where you can you have leeway to drag it out. Yeah, especially with like decorations on your home because people go out driving around just trying to totally. look at other people's houses during mm-hmm. this time to see the decorations. Maybe people do that during Halloween. I feel like yeah. it's too few and far between. I don't know. All right. Well, here we go. This is a nice and short one, and I don't think the word ampersand will appear. (laughs) We'll never know. Never know. So my husband is, in my opinion, a little over the top with his Christmas spirit. Last year, we took our two children, 13 and 10, to a tree farm, and he insisted we hike as far as possible in the cold, in the snow, a long capital letters way to find the perfect tree. The tree we ended up getting barely fit on our station wagon, and when we cut the rope in our living room to release the tree, it would not fit, a window broke, and sap was everywhere. Oh, God. <laughs> right? Just like Zeus. Now, he is very well-intentioned, and I do find it a bit endearing, but the tree was just the start. He then insisted on covering every inch of the outside of our home with Christmas lights. It was beautiful, sure, 
We got complaints from several neighbors, including our next door neighbor, Margot, that they were blinding her while she was inside her home. <laughs> That's a lot of lights. <laughs> right? Last year, his persistence to have everything be over the top and idyllic really began to wear on me. This year, I asked him if we could tone down the festivities a bit, and now he's been gloomy all month long. I feel like I just crushed him and destroyed all of his spirit. Am I the asshole for asking him to chill with his Christmas spirit? <sighs> kind of. I mean, that's tough because yeah. there are a lot of things that went wrong. Right. Well, and she didn't ask him to not do anything. She yeah. asked him to tone yeah. it down. Yeah, I think probably how she actually said it is important. Mm, and she didn't really go too much into that. Yeah. So, Which, again, is probably to protect yeah, herself. Right. As with the listener submission, they gave a lot of detail as to why they weren't or aren't in the wrong. Right. In this poster, it's kind of vague. Yeah. Um. I mean, I would be super annoyed if all of that happened and my husband was, like, making us walk miles to find a tree mm-hmm. that was suddenly not so perfect because it broke our window and was <laughs> not even fitting in the house. Um, and to have neighbors complaining about how many lights you're using. <laughs> right. I feel like you do need to tone it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so I'm going to say no as long as she did it in, like, a respectful way, not being a jerk about it. That's kind of where I'm at, too. Yeah, I mean, there was doesn't seem like there was an argument. It just seems like she um, took the wind out of his sails. Yeah. Which, which sometimes needs to happen, though. Yeah. And you might have a gloomy year this year and be back to an okay amount of Christmas cheer next year. Yeah, maybe, you know, maybe the wife will be like, okay, we don't didn't need to tone it down as much as we did. Right. I feel like that perhaps there's a balance, but I'm with you that I don't think she's being an asshole as long as she asks him to tone it down. And it, she would be an asshole if she said to just stop. Like, right. No more. Doing yeah. We're not getting a tree. We're not decorating the house. Right. Yeah. I'm with you. All right. You ready? I'm ready poster on reddit you're not an asshole all right what rabbit hole did you find okay i've got a doozy for you oh boy um it is kind of long okay um and the title does not say anything about christmas but it is i read through it already and it is this one Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. All right, go. Well, I am. I like reading ahead of me so I can get out the ampersand <laughs> pronunciation. Do a quote, Fleetwood Mac. Go your own way. Okay, so the title of this one: Am I the asshole for telling my mother-in-law she shouldn't have desperately hoped her kids would turn out gay? Huh. Am I the asshole for telling my mother-in-law she should not have desperately hoped 
her children would turn out gay. Yes. Ooh, probably. <laughs> yeah. ooh. Ooh, I, ooh, that's uh, that one just makes me go. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a title. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, read this, please. I gotta, yeah. Yeah. I need. I need more. Okay. My boyfriend, 39-year-old male, invited me, 44-year-old female, 44, so we're talking about people being gay, we'll figure out, mm-hmm. 44, okay, to stay at his parents' home over Christmas so I could meet his entire family. I've been nervous and intimidated the entire time I've been here. So wait, she was this posted today? It was posted five hours ago. Okay, thank you. Sorry, continue. So she's maybe we can get some advice to her if she's yeah, still hopefully if she, maybe she's a listener. His sister, twenty-four-year-old female, has been making fun of me behind my back because of a nervous tick I have, a light cough that I cannot control. His mother, fifty-nine-year-old female, has been extremely cold and distant to me, and I suspect she's trying to convince my boyfriend to break up with me. His brother, 36-year-old male, and coincidentally the only one who seems like they like me, will not stop hitting on me. (laughs) Happy holidays. (laughs) I've tried my best to fit in, but nothing is working, and I'm highly stressed and not acting like myself. It got so bad that I had to invite my sister, 39-year-old female, to come out and join us this week because I needed a buffer to deal with these people. They think they are better than me, and I do not understand why. And now I think the entire family believes I'm some kind of homophobe or something. We were talking to my boyfriend's (laughs) other brother, 33-year-old male, and his life partner, 35-year-old male, at dinner about how they were about to adopt a child when the mother suggested that she desperately hoped all of her kids would be gay. I was surprised by this. Because while I'm a supporter of the gays and lesbians, I don't believe any parent would hope for their child to be challenged in that way. Oh, boy. I'm just reading someone else's submission. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I'm not against being gay. I work in Manhattan and don't have. Oh, and I have many gay and lesbian co-workers. It just seems to me you wouldn't want to make it any more difficult for a child, right? I just think any parent would want a normal child just for the child's sake. (laughs) (laughs) Is it hot in here? (laughs) I do not think my point came out right because the entire family was aghast. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) My boyfriend's father, 61-year-old male, yelled at me and the rest of the family acted like I had said something horrible when I was just trying to point that life is hard enough as it is without wishing for it to be harder. Never mind the fact that a minute before this whole ordeal, my sister and my boyfriend's brother were talking about the race of the baby they should adopt, and nobody thought that was offensive or strange. I was so shaken, I jumped into my boyfriend's car and accidentally crashed it in the woods near the house. Eventually, the 36-year-old male brother that had been hitting on me found me and somehow convinced me to go to a bar where I got a little drunk. And the next thing I know, I woke up in his bed. 
No, good not God, woman, what a weekend. Wow. I was mortified and it caused a heated exchange between the family and the house, which ended up ruining the strata I had been making for the family that morning. The only family tradition of mine they'd let me do. I'm mortified by this week's events, and now I suspect my boyfriend was planning to propose to me on Christmas, which I absolutely cannot say yes to after this horrible week. So, am I the asshole here? Oh. <laughs> wow. It's a doozy, uh. right? <laughs> Ooh. Um, maybe. There's like a, there's a lot that, because, and here's the hard part when, again, we've talked about this a lot, I feel like this episode, is when people are writing these from their perspective, it instantly makes you normally feel, there are exceptions, but some level of sympathy for the poster. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I'm still on the challenged and normal words that she used. Don't believe any parent would hope for their child to be challenged in that way. I just think any parent would want a normal child. Yeah, that's not great. That's an asshole. Um, And so I, I think here, and this is like a question that goes far beyond this Reddit post or our podcast, but like intentions and like (sighs) you can be well-intentioned and still be an asshole. Right. But sometimes I think your intentions can help you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. She should not have said challenged or normal like that. Right. I think I, understand the like the idea of what she was trying to get across of right like being harder for someone or yeah it wasn't an anti-gay or homophobic intent behind it it was just for her like wow just horrible wording yeah word choice in word choice though unfortunately when you say something like you can't just take those words back. You got to own it and like say, I didn't say that the right way. Yeah. And it sounds like if she tried to clear it up. Wait, then she ended up in her, the boyfriend's brother's bed. Like, (laughs) like, okay. So I feel like in this story, like how that last part is just like, like (laughs) that just makes me like, yes, I think you're being an asshole unintentionally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that happens to a lot of people if they're unintentional. Thousand percent. Like, I have definitely been a major asshole, and that was not at all my intention. And then, as I when I remove myself and think about like what I said or what I chose to do, I'm like, I was. Yeah. And you got to own that. It sucks. I hate you. Like, that's the worst. It's when you feel like the biggest asshole is when you didn't mean it. Right. And she did say, I'm highly stressed and not acting like myself. So I'm sure. And when we're highly stressed and not acting like ourselves, that is an easy opportunity to be a total asshole. 
and when everyone else is being an asshole to you and you're not really sure why before all of that happened like yeah I feel like I feel like I want to say original poster you are an asshole but like I feel for you too yeah. like you're not in an ideal scenario <laughs> but you have just done one too many things here I think too yeah no I think she's definitely got an asshole gavel you ready <laughs> original poster um maybe get out of there but you're an asshole <laughs> oh man also wow. i think the brother that was a ride brother's kind one. of an asshole <laughs> trying to steal his brother's girlfriend what is is reddit we don't have to go deep down but like is reddit mostly saying you're an asshole Yes, there are many things talking about how <laughs> uh, yeah, insane the story is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and people want to hear more about her getting drunk with the brother. <laughs> yeah, that needs some clarification for sure. Yes. But overall, she's an asshole on Reddit too. Yes. I do like when we're validated by Reddit. <laughs> well... Four stories. There they were. Check, check, check. Check. And only one asshole? I think one asshole. Um, Okay, so I did the... Oh, yeah, okay, because I did the uh, telling the kids about Santa, but the poster wasn't the asshole. You did the listener submission with the ampersand? Nope. I did the telling her husband to chill. Nope. Yeah. yeah. One asshole, three not. Well, I suppose the stepmom and his, we declared an asshole, though. Oh, <laughs> but she, she's not the original. I think she's a bigger asshole than the asshole we gave the gavel to. Yeah. I I don't understand that. Yeah, and at least in your story, there were some other contributing factors that you could maybe excuse her for. That mom, I don't know what's going on there. If anyone has a similar story, finding out Santa is dead... Please let us know. Especially from COVID. How scary. (laughs) There's kids. I know. COVID is bad enough right now as it is. We don't need Santa kicking the bucket from it. Also, I'm a little concerned that they found out that the elves that were in their house had COVID. Did they then quarantine because Uh, that was close contact? Talk about like just a total misstep. Oh man. I hope well, their elves this year got vaccinated. Yeah, vaxxed and boosted elves. Come on, get it together. <laughs> Do the right thing. Oh, Kari. Are you traveling for Christmas more than five miles? More than five miles, yes, but okay. not uh, just to my parents' house in the suburbs. So, so not it's more about than a 40-minute drive. 40 minutes, so that's, what, 10 miles? Um, I know, you know what, I actually, let me, let's just Probably. pull up the googs. the googs, how far from the penthouse to my parents, 13 miles. Oh, see, Chicago, man. It's, and it's all, it's just 90, it's just getting out of the city. Yeah, it's getting 290. <laughs> right, it's getting 290, or even 94, and then, yeah, getting out of the, the metro area. Yeah. I'm traveling uh, 450-ish miles. Okay. Via car? 
Yes, via car. And then I'm saying screw you to COVID and I'm going to Miami on January 2nd. Well, COVID's not real in Miami, so you'll That's be That's what I've heard. That's why we're going there. No, but I, love I, have, it. I have been watching cases. I'm getting my booster tomorrow. Getting mine on Thursday. So, hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. Super boosted. Um, although I have heard, I hope none of our listeners um, have COVID right now. But if you do and you are also vaccinated, I know a lot of people right now in that scenario. I was reading an article that doctors are saying if you have a breakthrough case, um, and you're vaccinated, you supposedly will have super immunity. So that yeah, we'll, is one we'll silver lining. I don't, I don't believe these. Extra then, antibodies. I mean, I believe that they have lots of antibodies, but I also believe that COVID is smart and will turn into something else. Or okay, Kristen, I was trying to leave our <laughs> listeners with some positive news, and there you come, like Miley Cyrus on a wrecking ball. Well, I don't want anyone to be like, I'm going to get COVID, so I'm super... Well, I mean, I wasn't <laughs> implying that either. I was trying to have some sympathy in case someone's laid up on their couch listening to us right now. My God, yes. woman. It'll make me feel better when I, of course, will get it in Miami. No. <laughs> Okay, I had a super, super nasty dry cough at the end of February of 2020, and I flew at the beginning of March right to Seattle, right into the heart of the virus, so here to tell the story, so. Yes, I remember sitting in my house thinking, what are they doing? (laughs) I went on the plane with two bags of cough drops because I was so terrified to cough on the plane. And then oh. also flying to Seattle, I had an entire row to myself, which I just thought was awesome. Oh. Well, that'll, that probably helped you. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, I'm never going to like that saying again, am I? All right. Kristen, take us home before <laughs> the snowball keeps picking up more snow as we're going down the hill. Listeners... Happy holidays. We appreciate you. Thanks for sticking with us. We have had a few dicey moments this episode. Um, a few edits we were made. You. Stay healthy. Stay safe. We appreciate you. Yes. Again, Podcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at I've Fallen and I Can't Get Up. Kristen, please, for the love of God, take us home. <laughs> Well, I hope all of you that are traveling while listening to this to your holiday destinations do so safely and get there and are not blinded by the decorations your family has put up and no windows have been broken by trees. Um, I hope no one has sex with their boyfriend's brothers after getting drunk. Make make good decisions, people. Don't be an asshole. Assholes. <laughs>